You're listening to Napa Valley College Now on NapaBroadcasting.com. Thanks for joining us here at Napa Broadcasting. I'm Jeff Sheckman. Fifty years ago, young people changed the world. The civil rights movement, the opposition to the Vietnam War, all were driven in large measure by the passing of the torch to a new generation. Today, that generation is facing its reckoning as to the totality and value of its contribution. At the same time as the Parkland students have profoundly shown us, a new generation, one that has grown up in a very different world, is looking to find its footing in our national debate and direction. But more than issues, this new generation needs more than just inspiration. It needs grounding in democracy, civics, history, and the inner workings of what makes government tick. This is part of the work of Congress on Campus, an effort to bring former members of Congress to campuses to increase civic literacy and participation. Today, here on the Napa Valley College campus, I'm joined by two former members of Congress, part of Congress on campus. I'm joined by former U.S. Representative Anne Marie Burkell. She was a Republican congresswoman from New York and is currently acting chairman of the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. And I'm joined by Representative Betsy Markey. She was formerly a Democratic congresswoman from Colorado and is the former assistant secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. It is my pleasure to welcome Congresswoman Anne-Marie Burkell and Congresswoman Betsy Markey here to Napa Broadcasting and Napa Valley College. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having us. Yes. Great, great to have you here. First of all, uh, Anne-Marie, start with you. How did Congress on Campus get started? How did the organization uh, begin? Well, former members, the Association of the Former Members of Congress, this is a program of theirs, and they see the value in getting, just as you described in the introduction, of getting um, former members who've been involved in the system out to campuses, out to elementary, middle schools, uh, high schools, as, as well as college campuses, to instill this just to plant a seed in, in the students' minds about the art of the possible, how you can become involved, how important your voice is. And many of us have non-traditional sort of entrees into Congress, and we want to just kind of inspire them to think in those terms, that they can give back, they can be a part of the solution to so many problems. And Betsy, talk a little bit about uh, in the time that you've been doing this, what you've seen from students, and, and maybe even the kind of questions and the kind of things that uh, they most want to know. Yeah, well, I think that, uh, you know, it's good to sort of break down some stereotypes of, of what it's like in Congress, um, that um, there actually is more bipartisanship that goes on many times in the background that's not covered, um, and to give uh, students a chance to um, understand sort of a, a, a how the process works and how they might be um, be able to be involved and have their voices heard, not just on the federal level, but, um, you know, with their county commissioners and city council members and, and state representatives as well, to sort of break down that mystique. Mm -hmm. that are you finding that for both of you, and Betsy, start with you, are you finding that there is more interest among young people today in local government, and you, you were talking about city councils or, or things that go on in counties, that there is more of a genuine interest in things that are closest to what they can more or less control. 
you know, I think that there is um, because, and, and I think that's a really good place to start too, because uh, your city council members live in your communities. You may see them at the grocery store, um, and that local impact I think is is critically important. But you know, I also see, you know, students that are 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 really interested in 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 giving back, and and sometimes it's politics, sometimes it's getting involved, sometimes it's in just how they conduct themselves at work and the values that they bring to their jobs. Anne Marie. Well, and I agree with what Betsy just said, and, and along with that, I think part of the program, too, is to inspire them to be a part of the solution. And you can be best part of the solution by injecting yourself into the political process, whether it's at the state, local, state, or federal level. And I think what we're seeing from them is frustration about problems that are being resolved. And so an openness to becoming involved, and the more we can empower them to to understand that they know they can they can be a part of the solution the better i think the better the country will be are they looking for new ways to be involved when when all of us grew up uh social media wasn't something that was as critical as it is today how much does technology social media all the things that are around today how much does that play into what you're hearing and the way in which they look to be involved so one of the issues we talk about a lot in these classes are how they get their news. And so the social media, whether it's a Twitter account or a Facebook account, certainly affects the way you get news and understanding how you have to go to a, a source that may be less, imp more impartial or less um, fringe uh, on either side of, of an issue. And so I think that's a key, that's critical and also the 24-hour news cycle feeds into this frenzy on the part of the media. They got to get the sexiest and the most important story and the, the one that will get the most attention. And to Betsy's point, so much of the good things that are going on in the background never get reported on because they're not sexy and they won't, they won't sell stories. Mm -hmm. Betsy, talk a little bit about being a former member of Congress and, and, and sort of approaching these young people and talking about it being one step removed, I'm sure that's that's kind of positive in a way because you're not part of what they're right. seeing and hearing every day, sometimes in a pretty negative light. Right, right. And, and you know, regardless if, if you're there for two years or 20 years, um, it's a real honor, honestly, serving serving people. Um, and I think what, you know, there, there's a, uh, you know, certainly more of a distrust of, of government and politics than I've ever seen. And so I think it's important to show pe uh, people that, hey, you know what? we both had totally completely different lives I mean we both ran for Congress without having served an elected office before you know Anne Marie ha had trained as a nurse um, I was a business owner and yet here we were in Congress you know working together um, and now we're doing other things with our lives and so um, to show that kind of background that people bring um, and that it doesn't need to be a career forever um, hopefully will inspire more people to become more involved is that kind of a new idea for a lot of these kids? Because I think that a lot of them grow up thinking that those that, that run for elected office or make it to Congress are there forever, that mm -hmm. there's a sort of professional political class. They're kind of negative about it, and they don't realize that, that people have lives both before and mm -hmm. after Congress. Anne-Marie? So it's important for us to remind them of that exact fact. But I think it also speaks to our, that's exactly what our forefathers envisioned, that right. people would come and go. This would not be a career. Mm -hmm. And part of the career cycle, I think, doesn't help the system and doesn't help because then you get into this this sort of a 
make work, churning, not really getting anything done. People who go down there for a limited period of time have something on their mind. They want to at least try to remedy that situation, and then it's time to go home. I think that's what was envisioned when, when the country was founded. But so, And I do think this career sort of mentality, people, that's all they know. I think that isn't in the best interest of the country. Well, it's interesting this year with so many people retiring, so many members retiring from Congress this year, you're going to have a whole new cadre of people yes. for, for yeah. your organization here. That's exactly right. This is <laughs> going to be a, a very interesting election mm -hmm. cycle in the House because so many people are retiring or running for other positions, and so the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's such a new crop of, of, of people from diverse backgrounds, um, a record number of women who are running for elected office, um, and I just, I just think that's a great development. Talk a little bit about how long you were in Congress, when you were there, and, and why you ran. So I ran in 2010. I was part of that Tea Party wave, although I didn't know what the Tea Party was, but I was lumped into that. <laughs> and uh, I ran really on health care issues, having been a nurse and then worked as an attorney for a hospital. Um, that was what interested me. It was my passion that drove me there. And so I kind of just, there actually were three nurses in that class in 2010. And um, that was why I ran. I wanted to give the people of the district, it was the 25th Congressional District, give them a choice because there wasn't an opponent running against the Democrat. And so I thought, that, that at the very least, I'll, they'll have two sides of the aisle and, and they can make a choice. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was elected in 2008, uh, which is when uh, President Obama was elected. So I came in on a different wave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, uh, went out on a different wave, too, because that's uh, the cycle that there is. But, y you know, that's okay. Um, you, you go there, you, you, you know, vote your values, um, you do the best job that you can. And, uh, you know, I always believe that when one door shuts, another one opens. So you move on to something else. But it was, uh, um, I was very honored to be there. Um, it's an incredible institution. Um, I had so many great friendships uh, that remain today. And certainly with the former member of Congress Association, I think which does um, important work to demystify the whole institution. Talk a little bit about that. Anne-Marie had to uh, leave us to take a conference call, but Betsy, talk a little bit about the former member of Congress Association and really how former members stay in touch and, and really contribute based upon the experiences that they've had yeah. beyond just the Congress on Campus program. Right, right. And, you know, are there to be resources to uh, to current members? Um, there are several different study groups um, that uh, uh, former members are engaged in, you know, whether it's just working uh, with the uh, Chinese delegation, with Japan, with Germany, to bring their expertise, um, for instance, on foreign affairs. Uh, and when members are very, very busy to not be able to travel themselves and to represent Congress in a non-official capacity, uh, but to keep those international ties strong, I think that that's one value. Um, and then again, this, you know, this Congress campus are going to high school and colleges to particularly at a time when the institution itself um, has come under such attack. Um, and, you know, for many, many reasons, I think some very legitimate and others just because we, you know, don't understand the, the, the institution itself. But um, I think our, our forefathers had uh, so much foresight and insight into developing a, a country that has three distinct branches of government. And regardless of all the problems that we have in, in Congress and in our government, you know, having traveled to many other countries, I'm still proud that we have the best form of government. 
What do you think is the primary thing that young people, colleges or high school, don't understand about the way things work? Well, I, I, I think oftentimes that um, people think that politicians are, you know, are corrupt, <laughs> are there to line their own pockets, um, are there for the power. Um, and there are many members like Amory and myself that were there just there for a couple of years. We did our jobs and we moved on um, and voted our values. But there's always, you know, I was saying in another class, a bill comes to you and, uh, uh, you know, let's, let's just say it has to do with health care. And let's say you, you like it's complicated and you like 49% of the bill and you don't like 51. You, you can't be nuanced. You have to say yes or no. And so it's always, it's, very, it's not, nothing is black and white. And uh, you might make some people happy, but there's always going to be a group in your district that's not going to like the way you voted. But at the end of the day, you have to have to vote what you think is best. And do you miss being in Congress? Oh, I loved it. It was wonderful. Um, I made a lot of great friendships there. Um, but I have done different things and, and uh, uh, that were also great. And finally, before I let you go, have you seen a difference in talking to college students versus high school students? And has Parkland and the way in which students have become more engaged, have you noticed that that's had any impact? I do. Um, and I am... Um, you know, I'm so saddened that it takes tragedies like Parkland, but I do see, um, you know, in other areas as well. And certainly I, I saw this um, with immigration reform and, and, and dreamers coming out, um, to, you know, to demand that we, we, we pass immigration reform um, and young people coming out to protest gun violence and military-style weapons. And um, I think it's so heartening because I, I know that my future, and I have three grown children as well, um, I, I, I just think that is such a positive development to get, in, to get involved and to have your voices heard and to vote because it matters. Former Representative mm -hmm. Betsy Markey, I thank you so much for coming in and spending some time with us. Thank you, thank you for having us on. Thank you. NapaBroadcasting.com, the online radio home of Napa Valley College.